Welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, this year where we talk a mission of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We have come to the last Mishnah in Perak Aleph. Isn't that amazing? Already finishing Perak Aleph here on Season 5 using the commentary of Esporno and Rabbi Pelkovitz as his notes. We're in 118 Aleph Yudchet. This Mishnah talks about that the world endures on three things, which is in contrast to a previous Mishnah, which talks about that the world depends on three things in Aleph Bet in Perak, in chapter 1, Mishnah 2. Shimon Tzadik talks about how the world was really standing continuously on three things, and here we talk about how the world endures. So what's the difference? So some commentators say that the world was created on three things, on the service of God and Torah said in kind deeds, and the world endures on judgment, on truth, and peace. So it is the idea how the world is created or how it stands. But either way, these are all good qualities to have and to try to do in our own lives. Torah, service of God with prayer, and kind deeds, of course, is very good as well. As we'll see in this Mishnah, justice, truth, and peace are all ways for the world to condore, to be existent, and to continue to be existent. So Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, The world endures on three things. Al hadin ve'al ha'emet ve'al ha'shalom, on justice, truth, and peace. Shnemar, as it says, Emes u'mishpat shalom, shiftu b'sha'areichem, you shall adjudicate the verdict of truth and peace at your gates. The key being that to have truth, peace, and justice is really important for the world to have. And we got to stand up for those who don't have justice, for those who are weak, those who are not as stable as other people, meaning they might not have a spouse, they might not have children, they might not have a family, the orphans, the widows, the widowers, the strangers in our midst who come to our community, who come to our town, who come to our people as a Jewish people, and even people who come and don't know their way around the town, it's really good to, to help them out, it's the just thing to do, and it's a peaceful thing to do. Before we continue, let's just make sure to follow up and end the Mishnah of the Parak, we always say Rabbi Hanani ben Akasha Omer. Rabbi Hanani ben Akasha says, Ratza Kadosh Baruch Hu Zakos Es Yisrael, the Holy One Hashem wished to confer merit upon Israel. Lefika Chirbalhem Torah Mitzvahs, therefore he gave him Torah and Mitzvahs in abundance. Shemar as it says, Adonai Chafetz Matzko Yagdil Torah Yadir. Hashem desired for the sake of Israel's righteousness the Torah be made great and glorious. Isn't it amazing that there's 613 commandments, 613 Mitzvahs that the Jewish people have to do? Because there's something for everyone. For someone who loves to have guests like myself, that's a great mitzvah. So for someone who loves to teach, that's a great mitzvah. So for someone who loves to do this or that, someone who's very into the tefillin and into the mitzvahs, these are all mitzvahs we have to do. But some people are gravitating towards some mitzvahs. Some people are very connected to some mitzvahs. There's really something for everyone. And Hashem wants us to have a lot of merits, a lot of benefits. That's why He gave us a lot of mitzvahs, a lot of opportunities to gain those diamonds, precious diamonds in the world to take with us after 120 years. So remember to base yourself with the justice, the truth, and the peace to make it really a wonderful world. If we would have the proper peace through Ahavat Chinam, loving one another unconditionally, maybe we could finally have the building of the third base of Migdash because we know one of the base of Migdash was destroyed because of murder, idolatry, and, and immoral relationships, and the other one was destroyed because of Sinat Chinam, basis hatred. So if this generation doesn't have the new base of Migdash, that means that problem is still here. And the sages explain, I believe, the Chavz Chaim, I've said before, if you do Ahavat Chinam, baseless love, loving every single person, every single Jew, just because maybe that could bring the base of Megdash, and that would be the ultimate peace to have Mashiach in our days may speedily be today. 
So the Sforno points out three things. Rabbi Shimon ben says the perpetuation of organized society is dependent on the traits of justice, truth, and peace. That a person may rely on the word of his fellow as opposed to the prophet's lament. Their tongue speaks deceit. One speaks peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in his heart he lies in wait from that comes from Yirmiyahu. Justice and peace. These are the three elements about which Zechariah the prophet warned Israel in his mission to ensure their well-being and continued existence. He stated, Let every man speak truth to his neighbor. Execute the judgment of truth and peace in your gates that comes from Zechariah. The judgment of truth refers to the following the letter of the law, while the judgment of peace refers to reaching compromises. Our sages say, What is judgment that carries with it peace? The answer is compromise, as the Gemara Sanhedra points out. From this saying of the sages, we may appreciate the power of peace in ensuring the stability of organized society, for even though deviating from judgment will undoubtedly result in injustice, nonetheless, compromise is to be cherished, for it fosters peace among people. The notes point out, in Mishnah 2, Shimon HaTzadik tells us the world stands on three things, on Torah study, on service of God, and kind deeds. In this Mishnah, however, Shimon ben Gamliel teaches us that the world depends on three things, on justice, truth, and peace. Many commentators address this apparent contradiction, give a variety of answers to reconcile these two Mishnahs. The Sfarno, however, sees no difficulty at all. The earlier Mishnah speaks of the special particular world of Israel, while this Mishnah discusses the world of universal man. The world of Israel exists only if the Shekhinah, the divine presence dwells in the midst, which necessitates the presence of Torah, godly servants, and kind deeds. In contrast, the world at large, the society of man, needs justice, peace, and truth in order to continue existing. And of course, God wanted to give us a lot of benefit and benefit and merit, so he gave us a ton of mitzvahs, thank God. The Tana says that in order for each Israelite to have some portion of the world to come, he gave them Torah and mitzvahs in abundance, for if one fulfills but one of them in God's name, will acquire some portion of eternal life. Our sages say, explaining the verse, Therefore, Sha'ol has expanded her desire and spread wide her mouth without measure from Yeshaya, that this refers to one who has not even observed one Torah law. He then brings proof to his thesis from the verse, Hashem chafetz yag the Torah of Yadir. Hashem desired for the sake of Israel's righteousness, the Torah be made great and glorious, meaning that in order to grant merit to Israel, he expanded Torah and gave abundant mitzvahs so that each Jew be capable of gaining merit by fulfilling some portion of Torah mitzvahs, and as a result, all will merit life and the world to come. The notes point out, it's customary to recite this mission at the conclusion of the study of each chapter, especially when recited on Shabbos afternoons, especially between Pesach and Shavuos. The Sparno's interpretation of this mission is similar to that of the Rambam's commentary in his parish of Mishnahis and Tractate Makos. The reason for the multiplication of mitzvahs is not to increase the burden of responsibility placed on the Jewish people. On the contrary, it is to give an opportunity to every Jew to earn a share in the world to come, since among the multitude of mitzvahs there is bound to be one that a son or daughter of Israel will fulfill properly during the course of his or her lifetime. This explanation, however, is only valid in accordance with Rabbi Yochanan, who interprets the verse in Yeshaya cited by Svarno to mean, even if one learned or fulfilled no more than a single law, he will be spared the punishment of Sheol, the underworld, Sanhedrin points out. Rishlakish, however, disagrees and is of the opinion that the verse teaches us that whoever te leaves even a single law unfulfilled will descend into Sheol. The Sfarno's commentary is in accordance with Rabbi Yochanan. He stresses, however, 
that the performance of that one mitzvah must be done lishma for the sake of heaven, not perfunctorily or for personal gain or honor. By including the concept of olam haba, the world to come, in his commentary, the Sforno links the concluding Mishnah tractate Makos right after each Mishnah, after each chapter to the Mishnah of Sanhedrin 90, which is recited as an introduction to each chapter of Avos, where we are taught that all Israel is a share in the world to come. That Mishnah reveals to us the reward in store for the children of Israel. Our Mishnah explains how readily it can be attained. So remember, Torah Avodah Gemilas Chasadim is really the way to go. And in order to make sure the world stays, then we have to go is that we need to make sure that we keep up the justice, peace, and the truth in our ways. And if we do that, we can really make sure that there's a wonderful existence. And remember how wonderful it is for us that Hashem gave us so many wonderful mitzvahs, so many opportunities to be involved in this world, to make ourselves better and the world better at large. Join us next time as we start Chapter 2 of Season 5 of Tani Talks, Pirkei Avos, a TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.